Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, we hunt the world, and you can too. Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level? Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? But didn't know where to start? This podcast will be for you. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Sometimes I say that more subdued than I do the other times. Rolling. I just try to get, or I could do, I I like this way better. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Right? A little bit more natural. It's not James Earl Jones level, but it's not bad. It's not bad. We could do, we could get a little background song, the Rolling Bones going in there for you. Lift him up a little. Bleep, you put that shit on our intro, too, the other day. What the hell? I saw that on Thursday morning, and I'm like, I didn't know who I wanted to, if I wanted to punch you, Brad, or kick you in the shins when I saw that. That's the worst song ever. Don't ever put that shit on there again. Oh, well, I guess we know how to get a little light hits fire, don't we? Man, he's touchy fart today. Holy welcome, cow. Welcome to the what, Did you eat jalapeno sausage breakfast patties no, or what? Maybe we Maybe we eat them for breakfast. I do. I eat them. I eat it all the time. Just give me the, just give me the jalapeno cheddar. So anyway, welcome to the Bone Cave. We digress. <laughs> um, I'm Brian Maiman, co-founder of Rolling Bones. Bones. To my right is don't sing that ever again, Brad. <laughs> to my right is Brian Martin. Brian Mountain Man Martin. Brad hashtag three ninety three. As I'm looking at his bull, I can't stop. Brian, Brad, Dana, and bleep. <laughs> Who should never ever in, uh, encourage Brad's music choices again? So anyway, <laughs> hey, you know what? This is going to be unique. Uh, we uh, we're going to have a, a, a little different podcast today. What to do or what what to work on during the off season? And we're going to do two of the topics that we have. We have six topics here, and we'll uh, we'll cover them over the next couple of weeks. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but we're going to do today fixing and updating your gear. Brian Martin just had a great point. With everything going on with COVID and a lot of this stuff being on back order, because um, we have a lot of our clients, I have a lot of stuff on back order. <laughs> I don't even know where it's at anymore. Right. And, and but you're better on back order in the COVID world than not being able to order at all, because some of them have shut down ordering. Well, like our like our wholesale like uh, supplies, they they're not taking any like back Hodgkin's, orders. They're not taking powder. any or back orders on primers. The back orders that they have already, that's it. <laughs> well, well, Aaron from Hodgkin uh, Powder was here uh, last week, and he said they just told all their clients May. They're, they're sold out. out for 21. They're sold out for 21. So we're going to do fixing, uh, fix and update your gear today on this podcast and research and scouting for your fall schedule, which I think are both huge. They're, as Brad would say, symbiotic uh, things. Very good. Topics. Good job with that big word there, Brian. That's yeah. a double syllable one almost. Exactly. Um, well, you know what? It's funny you say that because my inreach, my Delorme, quit working Is in that Mexico. Two words or one? Delorme. Delorme. Inreach. That, that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you punny, you punny boy. Um, yeah, it, it. You remember because it quit working in Mexico. Of course, last year was a goofy year. We didn't do any crazy stuff. How old is it? That's well, old. They honestly really only designed to last about four years. And you throw yeah, them mine's out. probably because seriously, I've well, had I've had, six. I've had mine since my first brown bear hunt, which was but you don't use oh, it that much. Something you don't use it that much, and so if you keep them, the main thing is when you bring them back, all your battery stuff should be fully charged before you put it away. If you don't charge lithium ion batteries, and you just throw them in the thing. Uh, a lot of well, it's funny that you oh, say that because on, using it much. I use it uh, five months out of the year, almost every week. Uh, well, I have five months probably is not. You don't use it like a guide would, for example. But um, you, you probably use it a lot. I don't know. I, I well, I don't know what qualifies as much in the but, during hunting season from <laughs> from August to. But you're not using December. it like every day for five months <laughs> is what I mean. You might use it a couple no. days here because most a lot of your hunts are not flying where you can't don't have cell service. No, but but well, I, but I do spend fifty five days a year up in the lease. And I use it all the time. Oh, yeah, because your cell phone only works in places. Mm-hmm. But so everyone's different. It's an electronic product. But the main thing with... If four you got electro- years, though. 
four to five years is what they're really well, saying. It's funny yeah. because my first DeLorme. Look at your cell phone, though. Look how long. How many guys use a cell phone more than five years? Well, mine right. fell on the mower deck and and uh, um, rubbed that through the other day. So maybe I'm hard on them. I don't know. But yeah, realistically, I mean, how many guys have a cell phone that's five years old? You know what's funny? I might be good on electronics and not hard on it because I lost mine in my water. That was the first cell phone I've lost. I can turn on all my phones, and I usually have a phone for three, four years. Yeah. Yeah, but so a if you have a DeLorme that you use for five years, that's still a pretty good time. You're so right. You're right. And yeah. the technology We're changes a lot. We're digressing because no. of me because I'm asking questions. But it is a product <laughs> you need to take care of. If you have an old rangefinder, change your battery, right? If you, if you haven't replaced your battery after two years, change it anyway. Pack the extra one as a spare, um, but don't don't – don't go on these crazy trips in cold weather. I've seen a lot of times the rangefinder quits right in the middle of a Marco Polo shoot up. So tell me about the Delorum, and I want to know about the sat phone too because I have the uh, satellite phone batteries can go bad too. I had one of my satellite phone batteries quit, so I always have so two. So the best way to do it is when you store them in the off season. Always charge, charge all your batteries at the end of the hunt, and oh, then wow. put them away full. So I usually and then do that. Re and then uh, recharge them before you go on the hunt. And I dry. I roll mine up in a dry bag. No, you no, don't you have do. to do that. I, I, you mean, I mean I on the hunt? Out. But yeah, no, all summer long. Did you get my Delorme message this week, this weekend? Because I called. I spent a bunch of time on with customer service. I was trying to do the very thing that we're talking about today, trying to get some of updating my updating updating some your of my gear. stuff. My but gear. electronics is a throwaway. I mean, you were going to have good lo underwear last longer than electronics. If you buy a good <laughs> set of X off of huh. uh, X off of CEO or Under Armour or Saks underwear, it, it'll last longer than your electronics. Same thing with range-finding binoculars. Range-finding binoculars after five to... I didn't get your message, by the way. I you would didn't, not, so mine's still not working properly. I would not recommend a guy have a range-finding binocular for sure, more, not more than between that five to ten range. I would consider getting rid of it and giving See, it to I've a guy. See, I've had mine for 13 years. Yeah, you, you, but you got lucky, but uh, they can start failing. Yeah, Even rifle scopes. If you have a rifle scope that's like five to ten years old, been dropped a few times, you shot lots of rounds through it, sell it, put it on a... 22250 something is not critical too many i think you have a shelf life on a rifle scope the thing gets beat around high recoiling guns i just don't think i, th I i've seen them fail rarely do i see a new rifle scope fail um but i was know, gonna say i've had some it can long they'll either lift, they'll yeah. either fail right away or they won't fail but on these but, but i mean we everybody in the office here changes guns and gets different things every few years so it's not but those guys that have these favorite guns i've seen it they take these scopes over and it's a 10, oh, I've killed all these animals. This is a Marco Polo hunt. This is not, this is, this is not a deer hunt. I mean, if this scope fails you over here, right, it's not a good, it's not a good situation. So, I mean, it's, guys spend a lot of money in these hunts, especially now people are shooting smaller guns with muzzle brakes and cans. Well, I'm glad we're doing this podcast because I'm learning something because I really do need to test because my sat phone's five years old and my DeLorme's probably 10 But the sat phone's fine, except that so with the so DeLorme, you can't change the battery. The battery's built in. Right. It's like, it's like an iPhone, right? It's, everything's built in. Well, and I have, Sat phone, you can just get new batteries. I have the on-the-go sat yeah. phone. I don't know if I like. Is there a trade? Iridium, iridium go. Iridium, iridium go. go. I'm iridium sorry, go. On the, the iridium go. Yeah, you can Is get a new battery. Is there a trade in for that? There are, but you can get you can get just a new battery. Oh, I can. Make sure you have an extra battery. I don't know if I like that. I've I've had it five years from now. It has. It's mixed. It it, it has a lot of positives. Like it's, I can, It's bad for making calls. It's good for texting. If you want to make calls, by far, Inmarsat is the best phone, and we can do electronics one later. But it's the only one unless you're in a hole. Or way at the Arctic. If you're like in a big canyon, they don't work as well. That's where Iridium Go or InReach is good for texting. Um, I've had times with Iridium Go, though, you, you have to make five calls to finish the call. Because it lasts for, you're in a little bit of a hole. Oh, I have it all the time. It'll last for eight minutes, nine minutes, 11 yeah, minutes. So the NWARSAT, you can do online banking and voice recognition banking. It has such good voice recognition. That's how, you, I have people think I'm in a, on a landline other than the, the uh, what do you call it? The delay. Do we get it through that same company that yeah. we get? Okay. But I had one of my batteries, and it's only a three- or four-year-old phone. It crapped the bed. So I only have one phone, how, one battery. How much is that compared to uh, the Iridium Go? It depends. You can buy a monthly plan. You can buy so many minutes for the year. Very similar. Oh, it is similar. Well, see, now my problem is I'm so committed. Yeah, you're, you're. I buy that upgrade. Yeah. We're digressing but, a little bit. So, but, but, on gear, but this not, is important, so. though, because electronics fail. I mean, always have a new battery for all your stuff. Headlamps, same thing. I mean, a headlamp can get to where you've dropped it a few times and the, you've pulled on it and tugged on it and the cords, you know, can get loose, especially in the ones where you used to run the battery pack on the back of your head. Yeah, my, my battery or my headlamp, my zebra light, the battery started to peter out. It won't, doesn't get me through a hunt. Is it, is it a chargeable one? 
No, but I got some replacement batteries, the 18650s. I got a couple of those that you can put the mini micro USB right directly yeah. into the battery, which is nice. Yeah. So, uh, so I recommend the yeah. USB. Uh, I, I recommend carrying one AAA and one USB battery because if you're on the middle or carry two battery, always carry two because if it goes dead, then you got to walk around with your battery pack like I have on the table plugged into your headlamp on your head so you get light because when they go dead, they don't they go dead. Yeah. No, I noticed that I bought so that you take two of them. I bought the Pezzel, Petzl. Petzl, the uh, um, charging. And when it goes dead, it goes dead. Yeah, and so I recommend taking a AAA battery pack just because it's nice. It, as as it goes dead, it, it it starts to fade, and it won't do, it won't just go totally dead. You can still use it for reading, you know, because a lot of these new ones they have a high setting and they have like a medium. So they don't have like a nice low setting, and that's sometimes I'll use a, a AAA one for with a low battery, and I'll just use that for reading at night. You know what mistake I've made. Is and now yeah I know yeah I know many that you've made, <laughs> um, so one of them was being your partner. Um, that was one of my mistakes. A long well, you time didn't even ago. give me a chance uh, to answer, yeah. man. I was I was ass. making a list. Anyway. So, All right, so, so fifty sixty nine so, seventy one. So um, uh, <laughs> I was actually had something of value. <laughs> now you don't even remember. Yes, I do. Oh, uh, because it pisses me off because I've done it more than one year before. So. I carry I carry two knives in my bag. And and the knife on my on my in my pocket that doesn't that's not included. I carry two knives in my bag. I carry a buck 110 um which I just got the new one cuz my old one was just shot. Um I had just is it the one ten the folder or the sheath folder. knife? Folder. It's the folder. Yeah. Yeah, I, and then it's got kind of the up sweeping up the yeah. tip. It's it's more like a boning knife. Mm. It, it 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 mocks a, a boning knife pretty good. Like it, a clip point or yeah, a drop it's, point. It's made with no it's up. So um in it not a drop point. Um okay. so and it in it uh it's made of the one ten metal. Okay. So it's yeah, it's soft. So you can easy sharpen to touch it, it up. Yeah, easy to touch it up. I don't like I don't like a really hard, hard knife. Hard knives that. are hard in the field, they're good yes. around the kitchen. But I've made this mistake. Brad and I get going. I get all my stuff together. And the knife is not sharpened. I forgot to sharpen it, and I go to kill it, get an animal, or jump in there. And I like it sharp enough where it's like a zipper. And you just go to work That's why Haviland and Outdoor Edge (laughs) got popular. But most people have no business cutting with those knives. Uh, you have to be careful. It's a good way to cut exactly. yourself. I've, I know a couple guides that got life flighted out, or not life flighted, but like flown out. Seriously. One guy said if his doctor friend wouldn't have been on his client, he would have died. Yeah. Uh, stuck himself with a razor knife. Yeah, just two. Most people don't know how to operate well, the with key, a surgical. But any knife, will just cut away from yourself. And it, then yeah, well, you might cut your, nick your finger, but you're not going to have to go to the hospital. Have you ever watched people with a gun, let alone a knife? Yeah. All right. right. So but, like, if you pull to yourself, <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? I've been using, <laughs> I, I saw but you use sure that, you know, that cheesy little fin. Well, I don't even know where that. Yes. It, it's so light. And it's, I'm like, this is cheap too. This is disposable item. Well, I didn't dispose of it. But what if I've had you, mine for five if years. you do forget to clean it, you know you it'll be slightly rusted and shit. Oh, it's rusty. But then I polish it up with steel wool and I bring it oh, to my butcher. Oh, you're talking about your wood handle? Yeah, that little that, wood handle, that Sweden thing. Oh, it's I a think French finish. It's, it's, fr- it's French. French. Yeah, it you spin it. Yep, yeah, it's yep. from Finland. Yeah, they're good, they're but yeah, they, they rust crazy. Oh, they crust. But those Man, are tough. That's a, yeah. that's a manual lock. It's not like a. It's a, it's a manual lock. They're dangerous from that perspective. Yep, and it's super easy but to. That's sharpen. why I like the Buck One Ten. Once it's yep. open, it's locked in place. So my thing is, when you're going through this gear, do not overlook your knife and and bring a little. One of the things you know, I like a stone sharpener, mm-hmm. but one of the things I would add to your gear list is is one of those little. Um, I, thought, I thought you were talking about like that a little d- teeny carbide like thing. Well, that carbide thing that we have. we So the best sharpener. No, no I, let me follow up. The best sharpener that we bring in the field with us that you don't want to leave behind. We found it at the rally, the motorcycle yes, rally. Little, and it's got it's got a V-Croc carbide, and then it's got a little piece of carbide. Okay, hold on. I got my and bag. And then you Keep spin talking. it. You spin it, and it's got a ferrocium rod on it. So it's absolutely top notch, and I always have that clipped into my pack. I wish I'd have bought. I happen to have my backpack at the Bone. I, it's worth. It might be worth going because we tried to set up a dealership with that guy, yeah, and he's, he's never like, called nah. us back. He's, but I'd go back to the rally just to buy a bunch of those and put them in every pack right so I don't have. Boom. Yep. Let's see that so, thing. So it's called. Just so you know, you can go online and get it. Sharp because he, he only sells them online or at these little like the rallies and shows. It's called Sharp and Spark. Watch this. Yeah, so you have a, 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 a lighter. Mark. Yeah. 
Yeah, little carbide thing. And it's got on this one. With this one has actually a bottle opener, bottle which opener. I don't use in the field, but believe it or not. But uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Thanks, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good quality product, actually. It, you know, it is. It's super light, and so so the the thing is too is if you don't know if you don't know how to hold your own angle on a knife, it also has the pull through carbide yep. on it. Does that make sense? But it's brilliant. What, name, uh, mention the name of that again, so people Sharp can Sharp Spark Mini. It's a Sharp Spark Mini. It's red and it's got a black bo the bottle opener end that has a little key uh, split ring thing on it that we don't need. But that's where it separates and you get the ferro rod, which is nice to have. And the other thing is separation bags. Brian Martin, um, I, I'd had some and I'd used them, but Brian Martin really, when he you came here, you changed my world. So I've bought like every size of these Osprey little bags. Yep. And you can write on them what's in them. Yes. This, is a, this is your game yep. bag. This yep. is your lunch I, bag. First aid. I saw you do that. So, bag. So that's funny because I, uh, um, I got my stuff right here anyway. Um, but this is really nice. This little nice. Oh, Is this what you call a drop thing? point? Yep. Yep, that's a drop point. Which is a good hunting knife. Yep. And then my Buck 110 is the, a turn up The point. clip points, you tend to cut holes and hides more when you yep, were skinning. Yep, and, and you would with that one. And and this one, this one's a good knife. This one, I just overspent for because I like But yeah, knives. so like sharpening your knives. What I do at the end of the hunt, and I have a good memory for it, so it's, and I always have a lot of extra stuff, but I will give away, let's say I go on two or three trips, all my razor blades are given away, my headlamps are given away, this guy needed a cook set, right? So I come back, it's like, well, what did I give away this time? So you make a <laughs> list of it and, and say, okay, shoelaces, right? Um, I gave away my some bunch of batteries. I need batteries. So then, when you get home, just go on to Amazon or go on to wherever you go to your sporting goods store. Go to you know RBO. We don't sell the little stuff, right. but um, and go order. Make a list of where you want the stuff and order the stuff, or at least save it in a wish list someplace so you don't forget it. And then, then when you go to go hunting the next year, you don't have to order stuff in, in June, July when the guys are out of stuff. Like on a COVID year, it's a bad year for this. So what I did when I moved down here from Canada. I have a cardboard box I'm getting ready to ship off. I went through all my duffels, all my clothing, um, long underwear, whatever that has holes in it. Some of the stuff is throwaway. Um, some of the stuff is really good and needs to get fixed. And there's a company in, in Oregon when, I, when uh, I was from there called Rugged Thread, and it's in Bend, Oregon. And she went from a one-man... Rugged one -man, Thread? Rugged Thread. And she went from a one-man band to I think she's got 11 full-time employees now. Wow. And so you can send stuff to her from where, anywhere in, in the U.S. And you go online and fill out what you need. And you always want to wash it. So when you send it in, don't have like your stinky hunting pans of blood on it. They get, sometimes they won't even repair it. Um, but wash all your bags, whatever. So I got two duffel bags that have holes in them from conveyor belts and stuff that are still really good bags. I got like three pairs of pants, a couple shirts, a couple pairs of gloves. You just send it off to her. And I'll, I'll box it up. She knows what to do with it. I mean, I can put down what needs to be done, but they usually, she'll fix it all and send it back in a month or two. Wow. What's the name of that company? This it's is called, really good. It's called this Rugged is Thread. worth this podcast for me, man. Um, it's called Rugged Thread. Yeah, right? I've, had, I've had repair bills you know that were 250 and $300. You guys know this. I like to keep my stuff for a long time. I like to buy good stuff and then keep it. It's like my preacher pants that I got. I have a hundred. I, I, would I need a new that. set. Like yeah, you got it. So I have. I just gave you. I, I had to refurbish of, my friend. How many pens are you going to take like, of mine like today? Brad, Give Brad's it back. Brad's wearing their, their, the um, King's hiking pants. So I got one of those <laughs> that, that I wore really a lot during the COVID my year. My only regret there is it didn't stay. And the, the crotch <laughs> seams are coming out, so I'm sending that back to her, oh, yeah. for example. Dumbass. So, All right, yeah. so but I have pants that lasted me two, three times as long. Because let's see, I feel like it's Christmas Day. I want to add something to this and give it. So, Field Optics, you can go online and get this. It has this little clip, and you can put your phone in it. And it has changed my world in the hunting because I can just set this up. Yeah, you can, these are these are cheap. It's super cheap. And what you do is it's it's just a clip for your phone, and then this little teeny. It's a phone squeezer, basically. Phone squeezer with a little teeny tripod that opens up, and um, you literally can take pictures of your animal if you're by yourself or if you're yeah. with a buddy and you both want to be in it. This thing. This rocks. is the kit. I got that kit from them too. Yes. But the so, other yes, thing is, if you're right, on, if you're on a kit. backpack hunt, yeah, you, you know, you got your tripod out. You can just use your. Um, well, this goes right on your tripod too. Yeah, that's what I mean. You don't even need to take the little bitty tripod. No, nope, Th that's work good on if your you're if you're turkey hunting or deer hunting where you're not using a yep. spotting scope. But uh, if you have your normal spotting scope, you can just clamp that onto any spotting scopes. I pack an extra one of the clip heads, so I have I keep that mounted. So you just pop it in, and you can take photos. 
And I do that a lot Perfect. in Asia because sometimes these guys don't take very good photos, and so you just clamp it in there, and then they just touch it. So all three of us are doing the same thing right now. It's funny that Bleep would put this out for us to do through series because all of us are going through our gear. Right. And it, 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 already at June, I got this bag in here because it was raining out the other day, and I wanted to grab my good rain jacket because it's always in the bottom of this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to get another one. But King's uh, is coming out with an XKG, a new one. And so I'm holding off to get a second one. Um, so stay tuned for that. But I think people should go through all the little things in their gear. Right I, now. One I, of the things that I, I've i revisited my orthotics. I tried those again. Oh, my gosh. Go online. Do they work? Listen. You know what? The one pair, the heavy pair, I'm going to call him um, because the one pair – Works really well. That pair that Brian has right here, the camo one, the camo one. But my black one, my I, I something's off a little so bit. So send on it. it back. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to call him. Send it back, and he might compare it with the mold because he keeps the mold there, and yeah. then he can check it. But the other one you like? The other one I like a lot, and, and quite frankly, um, I wore a. I, I got. I tried to outsmart myself. I thought I'm going to try in Mexico. I'm going to try a different boot, and I wore a too light of a boot, and my feet have been hurting. Because I yeah. wore, I wore my heavy boot. I wore and my good Kenny tracks. All those we put on, you had yep. hot spots on your feet, and it just beat them up. Well, my, the bottom of my left foot, in particular, it's it's still sore. It's like it's bruised. Did on you the bottom. flatten it out? Yeah, I'm just pissed at myself. Did you just have factory insoles in it? Yeah. Factory insoles are kind of like getting a new Dodge truck and then taking it four blind with the factory tires. Well, I'm super disappointed because I've injured my feet right now, and and because I brought my. I brought my Kenny trucks and I wore those, and I thought, you know what? It's so hot, you know, it's 90 degrees. I have these in every one of my shoes. Dr. Orthotics, go to our, is it? Yeah. You, go Do- to our Doctors website. Dr. Orthotics. Yeah, go to our website. They're like, they're, they're like less than half price if you go to an, or, 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 uh, or what do you call it, a podiatrist. Yeah, and they're going to be 600 bucks. And they got a, we got a way good deal for our members on these. Yeah. Like an unbelievable deal because he works well with us and he loves the sheep hunting and the hunting yeah. world. And I'm telling just, you, just get so, one in every pair of main shoes or at least get three or four Lindley sets. Lindley just talked to him because she's got um, coming in for Noah and Luke. Lucas, um, my ba- my lower back pain for a year since Montana, I couldn't even get out of bed hardly, and I bought. It's funny you say that. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to find all these little holes that I had in my system, and and, and tweak them and get them and finished because well, footwear. So update all your. So the other right thing you now. do with your footwear, um, at the end of the year, you know. Um, a lot of times, guys' soles will start to come undone, and it's a good time to fix it before you grease them. Because yeah. you, if you have your uh, the rubber rand around your boot um, come undone, you can get some free. So I get my stuff from Kenetrek. Yeah. Um, you can go anywhere and get free solar seam grip too. Right. And while the leather's dry and doesn't have any oil on it at the end after it's all dried out, you right. glue that stuff on. If you have a sole that's starting to come off, you can glue your sole back on with free sole. Uh, if you have a pair of boots that you really like, if it's too too far gone. I know Kenetrek has a repair shop. It used to be called Carter's Cobbler Shop in Bozeman, right. Montana. There's other places yeah. around. You can and Google you can, them. And you can resole them but for yes. about half price of a new pair, Even, yeah, and they're depends. already broken but in. But the problem with most hunting boots, by the time my sole's worn out, the rest of the boot's worn out yeah. because they leak. Because it, well, the, the Brian lighter. was talking about re resoling a pair, and I was like, Brian. If it's dry it's, country, it's, it's okay. Time, it's just time for a new pair for you. So These, I made him throw us a pair away in Mexico. I said, those are not coming home with us. I don't want them in your bag. I don't want to have to see those again. I just I made him throw them away, and he was a grown-up and a good boy, and he threw, no. threw those rotten, I'm, nasty And I'm old mad now. I'm still mad because I miss them. <laughs> they, they, they were they they had no I had no tread with left. They on. were like dancing shoes. They were they were slick. You could have so ballroom I, dancing. I had like a, a I have a I had a uh, sling that was getting kind of beat up. Um, you know, I had some rifle maintenance to do. I worked on those this weekend. Some of that stuff. So I'm getting all these little mini things that. They just add up and accumulate through the year, and I'm trying to... Well, you should take your gun. Like, if you went on a hunt and you haven't done it, I take my stock off my gun and look and make sure there's no rust, make sure the trigger's good, clean the trigger up good, um, you know, and it, clean up the rust on my... Um, there's always going to be some run, rust if you have, like, an old, like, BDL or ADL on the spring. The spring accumulates rust because they're not stainless. So one All of the things, things that I try to do is I try to degrease my firing pin too. If if you haven't done that, this is a good time to do it. Degrease your firing pin, and then I seal one it really good. But generally, generally, like Brad takes good care of his gun when it comes to that. Some people that just take every year and just spray their you know spray in their bolt with grease. 
But if, I mean, it's still a good idea to do it, but if you do it right, you know, it's not something you have to do every year, but I still do it. I still take my trigger out, check it, inspect everything. I look at I my gun as like an airplane. If you're shooting a jewel, you need, to, uh, you need to definitely clean it out. I use compressed air. Well, compressed air, with, 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 and you can also use a brake cleaner and then blow it out with a compressor, then lighter fluid. Lighter fluid. you light it? Uh, no, but you could. But your, your lubricant is lighter fluid. <laughs> yeah. So lighter, lighter fluid is a light, dry lubricant that works pretty good. That's why a lot of people go into like the trigger techs and Bix and Andy type triggers because they're enclosed. But I still have never had a jewel trigger fail. Now it, I, it's an, it's another another good thing to do right now is if you're hunting your own land uh, stands. I know for us we we we're planning on here in the next week or two getting up to the lease. Well, the problem and for us has been we finally got rain and a lot of rain. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh! Weeks. And now we're now we're it's that a lot of that country is inaccessible. But yeah. Uh, your hunting ground, um, we'll get up to our hunting ground and start uh, hanging stands and putting, you know, uh, putting some miles on, looking for some antlers and stuff like that. So um, what else have I done with my gear? That's about it. Also, rain gear. Of. Rain gear, a lot of times you got this expensive rain gear. You buy the Tenacious Tape and, some again, some free solar seam grip, too, and you can patch the holes on it because if you have I, most of my rain pants, are going to be really good other than the knee area. So it's going to happen. You're going to get a wet lower thigh and upper knee and lower knee from kneeling and for going through all the brush. So you can look at that, and, and there's several ways you can test it, right? You can get in the shower if you want to and this turn. But generally, you know where it leaks from the season before. Right. So you can take a, a Sharpie marker and mark on the inside of it where you have little microscopic See, holes. I think all this stuff is really good because for me personally – I've always tried to do this because the other thing is, is I'm not a gearhead. I don't chase Kuyu and Sitka and um, get the new uh, Arteric shit every fall. Um, and if I can make my stuff last, I take this. But here's what I've always done with everything. Okay, if I was going to go buy a new piece and I could, and that was going to cost me 1200 bucks. I'll take the twelve hundred bucks and put it in an envelope and use it for my next hunting trip. You know there what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I I always like to have a little bit of a um, if I save it, I can save it. Save well, that's save why the I gear, take all my gear. Save the money. I might have. I've had times with with Kim at Rugged Thread. I'll send her six to ten pieces of gear. I I used to have to fix five to six pieces of gear every year. And I had years where I didn't use a person like that, and I kept accumulating these different products that needed to get repaired, and I'd send her 12 or 13 pairs of pants and, and gloves. And I, ha I still have, I have good stuff from, I have stuff from Mac when Sika started, and the very first years of QU, had I not done that, they would be uh, blown out, and I would be useless. So, yeah, it's really important to do all this stuff. Yeah, super important. So, so let me ask you this. You were talking earlier, and I know we uh, are from the same sheet of music on this. Um, boot laces. Yeah, put new ones in. Big over, over seat. I, I like aftermarket boot laces. You know, so, like, for example, Canatrex boot laces, they come from the factory that they have the inner cord. So if the outer cord breaks, uh, it pulls out, and you're left with, like, three or four <laughs> These uh, um, white threads. Yeah, so they're at, so, so for example, Kenetrex aftermarket laces are all woven. They don't have that in them. You like the, like the red ones, the flat ones. So like I call it the mountaineering style laces. Yes. So you can order those. Lot you know those, got, those ones have a little Kevlar thread or something. Those are those are I, those are indestructible. But yeah, I mean, so in a, life, they, in a pair of life, then a pair of life boots, they're not going to fail. Another, you know, another. Well, they've made it through three Kenetrex, and they're still. My threads, my, my Well, I'll tell you, you know how boot laces also last longer? Now, you might not do it with those because they look nice. And I used to always, I didn't like grease on my laces. So I would always take my laces out. I do that same thing, brother. But, I love it. But now, oh. now with the Kenetrek laces, I leave the grease on. And I'll tell you why. Because when you pull the boot laces, they don't, they, don't, they don't cut on the edge of the eyelets. And I can get them tighter. And so you don't get as much binding. So what happens Just if you don't have that? Just lost all respect for you. So what will happen, you'll get one that's tight, one that's not tight when you don't have grease on them because they get stiff with mud and everything. So if you grease them when you grease your boots, so you open them up, you no, take like a little brush, sense. you take a little brush and go in there. Like you can use an old toothbrush or something or a gun cleaning brush and get all the junk out underneath where the eyelets are. And I pivot the eyelets back and forth a little bit. I do too, and I turn them every time yeah, I so clean Yeah, so now I just grease all that stuff. And then you get the laces. So and now you know, when you, you know lace I them up. I clean my boots twice, three times a year. Take them all out, redo yeah. them all. So when you do the laces now, 
the laces will last two to three times as long. I'm going to do that with my other because okay, so here's the secret. But you got nice red laces. No, you know what those are. I do, but I got to tell you a secret. I have two pair of Kenetrex that are the same. I'm always migrating in my new dress Kenetrex, and then when my old Kenetrex get wore out, then now with COVID, I have not been able to get my new Kenetrex in. So you haven't seen me wear a pair of Kenetrex with red laces for about two months because I can't get them in. Okay. And so I've retired my good ones to my old. It's like it's like when I grew so up now on a you farm can't get in some Iowa, new ones. we had our Sunday clothes that when we got new Sunday clothes, that became our work clothes. <laughs> well, it's funny because I wore I had I went to CE and I wore my Kenny Trex because they're comfortable. Oh man! So you tromp it around oh. all day all on day cement. cement. Well, People are like, "What are you going hunting?" I'm like, "No, I'm just keeping my feet comfortable." The other thing you can do with the Kenny Trex or any of these other boots is like when I was talking about earlier. When you come back from a hunt, your boots been wet. It doesn't all the grease is worn off, and so now glue will stick to it. So after the boot dries, you know, glue on your rubber rands. But a lot of times you'll have stitching on the back of the boot that starts with fray. And just put two coats of seam grip on that, or the free sole, and then that that, boot, that seam will never come out. It'll it'll be basically the last life of the boot. So that's I also, a good idea. I also do that so, when I buy a new boot. So you inspect? See, I inspect my boots. Um, you inspect your guns, your boots. And the other thing I had to start inspecting now, I need to inspect the ones I've had because I've had. I just started a new pair, but my old pair, I lost the damn things, and I'm pissed. Actually, I know somebody had to pick them up. And thought they were there. It's not, I'm not saying somebody stole them. What did you But lose? I don't lose shit. Um, my, my gators. But I always had to inspect oh. my gators because I... Put new gator straps on. I, I would wear my gator straps out all the time in one season. These Kenetrex, I was trying to see how many seasons I could get out of them, but they, they walked off somewhere. Really? Um, and I, the gray ones. Uh, and so I just started Oh, your gray them. ones? You know, if you're, ever yeah. the, if you're ever in the you field. You probably took them. If you're ever no, the, but I do have gray ones. I, I wouldn't yeah. mind the tan ones. You probably took them. Talk about gators. If you're ever in the field and your glader strap blows out and your hook on your boot blows out or it doesn't, it doesn't hold it, just take, I, you always have, you know, I always have parachute cord with me. Just tie it. Go to your, um, go to your boot and tie, like, I, I usually just tie a bowling knot because it doesn't slip and it doesn't lock. And I'll tie it here. And they go underneath my boot, and then go out here, and then I just do a two, two half inches, and that will hold your gator on 100% uh, the entire hunt. That's a good idea. I always carry And it locks it even too. tighter. Another tip. When you see the paracord at a store that they had bracelets out of, Bailey made them for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, but then I, you don't I have a cool-looking bracelet. But, kind but of I clip them on the outside of my pack. I just came across two more, and I clipped them on um, my uh, um, my dry bag uh, the, that I'm going to bring because I need to put them on here because I always have paracord with me. That's a really good thing. And I take different kinds of paracord because a couple times we've had hunters. I take, like, three different sizes because we had a hunter one time. Fun. That showed MacGyver up here. without a sling. Uh, Do you know MacGyver? I uh, know. You're kind of a MacGyver oh dude. God. <laughs> he is 100% MacGyver. But he didn't have but a sling. But I always have two so, of these. Like, he didn't I, have I'm a sling and, swivel. I, and I think I had my Kafaru pack on, and you had Stone Glacier or something, and I sort of buckle. And you go, oh, I got I got one. And I go, no, it's a different pack. No, I got I got one of every kind because you never know when you're going to be carry, with somebody. I do. I carry, I have three or four kinds so of buckles. So he busts out one of my Kafaru clips and, he, yep, we're back in the back in the game. Off we go. <laughs> you know what's please. funny, though, is is this is this, this is really good for me because I'm going home tonight and I, I have my uh, my wife calls up my man room and I'm going to be pulling a couple things out that this reminded me of. We need to definitely do. Uh, this is a good thing. COVID right now, I would encourage people to take inventory. I guess we would encourage people to take inventory, fix what's broken, and plan what you need and buy it now. Oh, yeah. It, buy it now. Buy it now. And it was that saying, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But that's honestly, that's not good advice. I mean, definitely if it's broken, fix it. But actually, it's like a good truck. Maintain it so it doesn't break Thank in the middle you. of the hunt. Thank you. I, I tell you what, I, I mean. So uh, if you see wear points that are starting to get like, ah, but fix them now because they will blow out in the middle of a hunt. I'm from I'm from the school that if you keep good tires, keep your tires balanced on your, spend money on tires and keeping it balanced and washing it and and servicing it when little things happen, your vehicles will last a lot longer. It's this exactly the same way with. Well, it's gear. like an airplane. Would you what would what would you do with an airplane? You don't fly it until it breaks, right? You prevent it so it doesn't break, and that's right. the way your gun should be. That's the way your pack. So if you got a stitching on your pack that's starting to loosen up, you know, I sent, like Mystery Ranch, Dana over there at Mystery Ranch, 
he, used to, he started dating. He said, Brian, he said, if you send your pack in 20 times and this guy, the next 20 people never send him in, he said, that's what we want because you're the guy that we learn from. We, you're the guy that we learn where we need to fix things. And they said, if you, if you can break our pack six times, we'll fix it six times, no charge, because the next 100 guys will never break it. So, right. so, so <laughs> that's basically what they said. That's, so if you have a pack that's marginal. I'm rapidly rings. approaching the age that I intend to never break another damn pack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <sighs> if I ever ha- – I actually have broke a pack. Um, but, the, but the good pack enemies are happy. And a pack is something that's harder to fix at home. So when I'm in the field, though, I've had packs break. So you want to have the buckles that you can slip over so you don't have to, like, blow all the stitching out to sew them back on. But I, in the field, I carry needles and threads and super glue and free sole and different buckles. And I've had guys' hip belt break as we're hiking in. And they said, I'm done. No, I said, we'll fix it. So I pulled out my needle and thread and my awl and my Leatherman tool and stitched it all up. Put it back together, and I said the glue will set, but it's still good enough. By tomorrow, I said the rest of your pack that will be the last thing that breaks on your pack. It took us about a half hour to fix it, and his entire hip butt was just—I mean, was, yeah. Was, uh, you useless. carry more crap. I'm not, not, no. Let me rephrase that. You carry more <laughs> stuff than most people do in their pack. I will admit that. And you like—I think you're proud of carrying anything. extra. Weight. You, yeah, you got a lot but of most stuff. Most of that stuff's not very heavy. Where it's really heavy is. Um, but when you add it all up, it adds quite a little weight. Yeah, but if, if it breaks in the field, then you have to lo- quit your hunt. No, but you carry so two cell phones. You, uh, well, you t- oh, yeah, carry two sat phones. You carry. See, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I, I probably am due for a new uh, Delorme. Do I, and I'm thinking there's a new one out. I haven't heard there's anything about it. one starts as, called a Z Zolio or something. Yeah, but it doesn't give GPS coordinates. Oh, it doesn't? No, that's worth having then because, hey. So then what you do is you carry a Zolio in, in reach instead of a satellite phone. Well, I look at like when we filmed that adult sheep hunt and Bleep uh, took our Delorums and downloaded the waypoints and was able to really, you know, topographically, you know. Yeah, it's he, pretty cool. He, he added some value because we had those. And I like it because my wife goes on Google Earth when I'm traveling and knows where I'm at. And then she's like, that's not very good country, Brian. Um, that's good country. That's better. That, Fortunately, that my good. wife does not know how to read a topographical map. You don't need. I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, Google Earth is not. Uh, I don't send people the waypoints. Turn you your don't. waypoint off, and then you can always select to send it when I you send want it to. I send it to Lindley. Yeah, but just so, so because if you're in a, like a really good hunting spot, you don't want all. I mean, you don't want everybody. Knowing Lindley's where probably not going to call you. No, no, she is. Her. She's not going to. <laughs> But they don't really need to know the exact spot. No, you're right. I just avoid. But if you send I, I out, if you have an SOS, so it will send the spot. Yes. So if you're in trouble and you can manually select every time, you just say add add a location. I have no. I have another rule. If it works, don't leave it. And I would never leave Delorum right now because my Delorum has worked. I've had it for ten years. Every time I turn the son of a gun on, it holds a charge. It sends text out. I, you if know, it's not broke, I know. don't it's fix been, it. It's if, been if it really, didn't, really, if it really didn't quit. Good. You don't leave. You it. actually had the Delorme, not the Garmin Delorme. Right. That's right. I, I had the I had the very first one, Brian. They had a they had an orange one and a yellow one. I bought the orange one because it was more expensive. And now than it's, you know why I bought it. And now it's a yeah. You remember. And, and now it's a it's a Garmin. They I, that's probably Garmin six, seven bought years Delorme. Ago. Right, but but my my. Motto is if if it doesn't quit you don't leave it you know what I'm saying but but so but 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 for sure I say buy a door electronics though or Garmin electronics so. always have for communication always have a backup one of the things I liked about the Garmin or the Delorme was they had that you could buy for 129 bucks you could buy a medevac policy I've always bought that and they're discontinuing that this year they have a well I have global they don't rescue. have that anymore no this is the last year I have global rescue I know, that's the but other thing it was nice when you're updating your gear don't forget to update your services yeah. um if you Go, if you global use rescue, global rescue ripcord. or ripcord um, I'd update it I'm gonna back off of my plan because my kids and wife don't travel abroad as much um, and I've always done the king daddy take just care do of yourself office. but yeah you I don't think need I'm to pay for the other myself. ones yeah um, and if you need to you can get a one-time one-time thing for two weeks warmer it's way cheaper. Yeah. You're better off having the the annual plan that allows you to be gone for like 30 days or 20 days. Yeah, b- because like this year. Where it gets know, real expensive for me, and I'm gone sometimes. Well, I, w- I used to be gone for two months. Right. And they would really nail your ass. If you're only gone for two, three weeks, it's way cheaper. Yeah. Well, I'm. you know what? I, I And I don't mind. I like supporting those guys. They, they have a great service, and uh, they're good. If you need so it, you need update it. your plans. Go through your gear list. Sort everything out. Make sure you're up and ready to go. Uh, make sure you have all, all the... Uh, 
research stuff. Uh, the, co the cords, rip cords, a little knife sharpeners, all those little well, things. Osprey dry bags, it's the best thing. I saw all yours. I've ordered them. Well, you actually, it's granite, uh, there's granite, granite gear, gear, Sea to Summit. Sea to Summit probably makes them the best I have ones. some of the Sea to Summit. And I think you have an Osprey. I like the Osprey. You know why I like the Osprey, Brian? Because of the Osprey on the outside? Nope. Had, no, no, it had nothing to do with that. The zippers. The zipper's good, the and it's the right location. Summit had the zippers, too. The other ones you mentioned. And I also have Kafaro bags. Yeah, I have a bunch of Kafaro bags. But Kafaro bags. bags don't make the zipper ones. Yeah, they do. Do they make oh, they, Yeah, they make they, all the, kinds the of The Kafaro bag looks like a shaving kit where you yep. split it in the middle and you open up this way. Yeah, that's so mostly actually, what the, all those little gray Osprey, ones, greenish gray ones Osprey are. and Sea to Summit had more size there. You could buy a pack with, like, five different sizes. That's why I bought the Osprey. Yeah, no, they're good. And I, I have the Kafaro. I got. I think they make five sizes. The Kafaro is the heaviest ones, but they last longest. I had I had too many of the other ones that I would wear out, especially when you put knives and stuff in them. You were, you have those Kafaro ones that are Cordura. Those are That's super I mean, heavy Cordura, duty. But, yeah, yeah. but that they, they last five to ten years. Yeah. They make they make the parachute cord. One, I mean the parachute cloth one. They yeah. only last a couple years. So yeah. you use those for your stuff you don't use every day. But the stuff that you set on the ground, like your lunch, your 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 kit that you use for um, uh, um, processing your animals. Your yeah. first aid kit, those Harvest three. Harvest kit or whatever. The other stuff, you like your overnight bag and that kind of stuff, you don't take out and set on the ground. You only take it out in your tent. You can get the, the lighter, cheaper ones. But the stuff you pull out every day, multiple times, sitting on the rocks, doesn't take, it's amazing. You do that, you know, you do that 50, 80 days a year, set them on a shale hillside or something, or they're done after one year. Yeah, they wear out. I get it. Yeah, so so like the stuff that I would use may not be necessary for the average person, and well, it's heavier. Those extra bags, yeah. I don't like having the season stuff blowing out of me, and so I would just Ble get the bleep. good stuff. Bleep's really good to have. Okay, for many reasons. Review, review, bleep in bleep style gives us a God bless it list here. Okay, which is really good. Store batteries charged. Replace electronics. Sharp spark. That little thing, that's a good one. Sharpen your knives. Yeah, sharpen your Buy knives. Buy new Havilah blades, whatever. And that thing has a that thing has a um, uh, a survival uh, lighter on it. Ferro rod. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ferro rod. Is that what it is? That's what they're called. Okay, well, that's good. Ferro. Say that dismissing like everybody should know that. That's what they're called. Um, I, I just I just said that's what they're I, called. I, I was Come going, on. A, a fire Don't starter. be so touchy. Oh my god. What gosh. is that stuff called though? What is it? It's that you're peeling the off. Flint? Flint. No, it's not flint. Fer it's ferrocium. It's ferrocium. Is that what it is? There you go. Okay, rugged rugged thread in bend Oregon repair clothing. Yeah. I didn't know that. I I, I gotta go there. Yeah, they they don't work on six foot five people stuff though. If he, normal people. So, 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 so then he just steps on me physically to make himself feel better. Personal shots. Boy, that sounds like that sounds like an outfitter that didn't want to. Anyway, um, <laughs> don't so. even go there. <laughs> so, like rugged so threads, exactly. they would put like a Cordura ass and like one of my my Kenetrek guide pants, which are really nice and warm, but they're layered material, and so they're not woven like, uh, and, and so you blow out the ass on them really quick. So they she put a. Cordura ass and a Cordura knees on them. So now I have a Q I'm going to send her a pair of my my uh, um, preacher pants, and I'm going to have her put, because Cordura, is that waterproof? It is, isn't it? Uh, you can get no, the stuff waterproof. No. You need Gore-Tex in that. Gore-Tex. No, but it just you sit on the rocks. You don't have your ass. You don't, right. you know. Because yeah. most of the time, so if you want a warm pant for the mountains, they're not as tough. The ones that are like medium weight, like the old shoulder material, like the Arc'teryx rock pant was the best. But but they're not warm. The warm ones, like the like the guide pant from QU, not tough. They're no. tougher ones, like the katana. Um, like so, Sika. I mean, um, Sika makes a pant with a reinforced knee and ass. Um, mm. like it's it's I, got I Cordura on I it. Wore well, my it's it's my puffy with all the rips in it because I have a puffy. With oh yeah, they'll rear. fix that easy. Okay, I'm gonna send them in. You can also fix that yourself. Those are 350 bucks. No, um, doctors orthotics. Our website carries them for our members. If you're a member and you're a hunter. And you, I would, I would. You need to go to the doctor. Take, you need to go to Doctor Orthotics. It's changed my world. I'm six foot four, six five. I, I have lower back. I had low six eight with the afro. Do you have a flat. You have a flat foot, or you have a higher arch. I have a super high arch. And do I have a knife I can throw at Brad? So if you have a high arch, it's more important. Because honestly, stabbing him, I, I, I think of it often. I think. <laughs> Um, so anyway, if you did, you should use one of you those know, little, those my little wife's wood like, handles. Cause they, I got my the wife's like, sometimes you're mean to Brad. I'm like, what the, sometimes, are you kidding me? sometimes it's like a, you uh, deserve this. Shit. 
shit all the time. Yeah, why are you so mean, Brian? Because you're a dentard. So anyway, all right. Oh, sp- I got a story. So, I, I got a story I'll add re- after the review. Repair boots. Uh, <laughs> Carter's Cobbler's Shop in Bozeman. Yeah, That's they, another well, one. Yeah, and I believe that they're teamed up with Kenetrek. Here's the thing. Okay, so so we, we, we get a good price on Kenetrek. We're in the industry. If a buy guy buys a pair of Kenetrek and he wears the sole off of him and he loves his boot, it's, what they could charge him two fifty to Ch- cheaper than that. It one hundred and fifty to resell. Uh, I think it was a, about two hundred bucks, one ninety or something. More, more than a hundred and probably less than two hundred, depending okay. on the sole. So you know what? I would buy a pair of Kenetrex and sleep in them, live in them, and I'd get them resold. Okay, so um, but Carter's cobble uh, a cobbler shop in Bozeman, and then um, and w- by the way, like we don't get paid on these. And Doctors Orthotics, like we have those on there at such a discount. We're not making a bunch of money. We're trying to get you hunting with us. We're not making a yeah. bunch of money. Yeah, like Kenetrek boots, actually, they, they're one of the few companies that has an insole almost as good as like a super feet. But there's still a huge difference between a super feet and, and a orthotics. doctor's orthotics. That's like the difference between a 30-30 and a 300 win. It really is, isn't it? 30-30 will kill a lot of stuff, but you, you're limited. You, you told me to get those, and you had those stupid boxes out here. I was going to throw them away, and Brad goes, do, 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 no, 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 no. Those, those things are expensive because you know how me and Clutter, when it gets yeah. in my way, I throw this shit away. I think it was Brad that said, dude, those are worth money. Don't throw those away. So I, I'm like, and then you came back. Those orthotics changed my life. Anyway. And, and you've then, got like four or six pair now. And then update your service. Um, Delorum, you, your your minutes. If they're if they're running out on your sat phone, uh, call in and get them. Do, don't do what I've done. Well, also I've went in and over my head. Now I have th- actually I have yeah. it. Now I just have thousands. Of the other thing is, yeah, yeah, you got you're sitting tough. But new rangefinder batteries. Replace the rangefinder batteries. Yep. New shoelaces in your boots. He, he started with that. Uh, store batteries charged. Replace all electronics with new batteries. Yeah, or at least at least put some. If you have electronics. Ha- and, you're, and you're on the backpack hunt or a horseback hunt, have a spare battery for everything. You know what, Brian? I say if you have electronics. So Brad and I aren't on horsebacks, but here's what we do. 30, 40 days a year, we're up on the lease. And every morning I get up, at, and I, I love hunting season. My wife hates the deer season in Montana because I love being 30 miles off the road in our buggy and just sitting up there, eating out of my, my lunch bag, having my backpack there, doing my thing, Right. And those electronics, I use them every morning just like you would on horses because I'm well, up, I'm hooking up the buggy, I'm looking in there. I, my head. I can survive for weeks with only a headlamp, with no lanterns, nothing. I, I, and I love my headlamp. Uh, we, we, hang, we, we usually we do head, one horse. I'd rather have a headlamp. No, I, no, not, we're not I, I on horseback. Dis, I don't want we're, to we're not on horseback all year long. If you gave me the choice. Brad, but, I'm but, not trying to do that. But, but, but uh, for the most part, we're not on horses all year long. No, no, no. no. If I, I had a hunting cabin, if I had a hunting cabin or tent, no lanterns, nothing, or no headlamp. My point uh, is, do is that having those batteries and those lamps and that, if you, even if you're in Iowa, if you're hunting your farm in Iowa, I talked to a guy today, and he goes, okay, I got a $15,000 budget. I want to kill a big elk in September with a rifle bugling. And I'm like, okay, that's not that hard to find. <laughs> Let me see in a COVID year. And then, and then he goes, I go, nothing in October? He goes, no, I'm going to be hunting 200-inch mule d- or uh, whitetails on my farms in Iowa. Okay, so you think of a guy like that that's listening to our podcast. He's up every morning. He's taking his serious his farm hunting as serious as we do a horseback or a backpack trip. So you used your rechargeable one all, one year, all year, and long. you've used it several years. I've used do rechargeable you, headlamps for eight years. Do you like them better? I do, but I I still like a, a simple a battery backup. AAA. I had a backup. Um, I had the my, rechargeable ones are more powerful. You I had can't my black diamond with the batteries in it for uh-huh. my backup, and I had uh, um, and then somehow you threw one in my bag. I had a um, you got my black diamond storm. No, I have a black diamond, uh, and and it was a different one. It was a Fe- Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. No, there's a Phoenix. There's a Phoenix, there's a Phoenix, but I think the Black Diamond Storm is probably the one that you ended up with of mine. Well, Petzl, Petzl, and Princeton Tech. And Black Diamond, and there's lots of other ones. You can go on Amazon and buy rechargeable headlights from China for 12 bucks. And honestly, I take those now and I give them away to the guides because all the guides have a cell phone charger. And almost most guides can't afford in foreign countries an iPhone. Well, I don't so the one, iPhone so charger works. Hmm. And then they can have a battery that they can charge for a year. Yeah, because that was, I think that was, oh, that was that night we took Mason hunting. Yeah, but so. I have... Um, and also cords. I can tell you, these cords, like they st- never go on a hunt with just one cord for your phone. 
because let's say you kink it right here and it fails, right. it won't work. So always carry when you're hiking. Uh, uh, two cords. Hey, the one that you have, I got more of those. They're a four dongle. They have the two iPhone, the one micro USB, and yep. the one, what I don't know what that other one is. That's really nice because you can So run. with a battery pack, though, you're better off with shorter, smaller cables because you have, you have energy loss on the long ones. So yeah, those are better for wall mounts. They're still nice, though. Oh, they are nice. Super but nice. But I've had times when you have a battery pack that's mm. low, and because it's like five or six feet Separate. long, it won't charge much. Right enough when you shine it in my eyes. Here, so let me show you. That's a Petzl rechargeable. Yeah, one thing I do like about the rechargeable one is it does have how much battery you have left in that Petzl. Re on, yeah. on the So it tells you where you're at with it. And so, you know, I can throw it in. But in cold weather, <laughs> it can go from like 50% yeah. to like 15%. It, that, that's what I was going to say. That's the only thing I, I, you know, they all do. But when so you a AAA. That, look at this shit. So, so I, I had to adopt yeah, that's this. That's a 10,000 or yeah. 8,000. So. Just to have it in there. Anyway, um, but I guess my point is is if you're up early and you're hunting all over, if, if a, it doesn't matter if you're on a f hunt in your backyard or a $50,000 sheep hunt, running out of batteries and not have being well-equipped on your hunt can sure be a spoiler. So. Always have two. And if yep. you have a scope with illuminated reticle, put a new um, put a new battery in that. I don't even put an original away. battery in um, it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so. the guys, the bear hunters and the guys that are hunting baits and guys hunting in, in Europe and places that really like them. Well, hey, we, uh, we appreciate this one went a little longer. We had a lot to say. Uh, we sure appreciate you... Uh, um, joining us today be sure to subscribe to hunt the world wherever you get your podcast you'll find us on itunes spotify google play pretty much wherever you get your podcast we are there um for all of you in uh uh gaba australia we appreciate you listening share us all over the world so va on the island of fiji you know where that's at brian martin i do that's where tony robbins uh, always talks about fiji he bought a he bought a property in, on there Oh, did he really? Yeah, Tony Robbins loves I, Fiji. I didn't know that. Cedar City, Utah. Hey, we know that you like listening to us versus the other ones. We appreciate you. And uh, anyway, Stockholm County in Sweden. We now have, was it up to 20, did you say? We had, we had 11, now we have 20. That's the capital That's for it. blue eyes and blonde hair. I think probably so. Next to Iceland. So anyway, we appreciate you listening. Share our podcast with your hunting buddies. Uh, the referral is always appreciated, and uh, I know we sure love bringing this to you. And uh, if you have any suggestions on anything you want to listen, or hey, you want to know something about Brian Martin personally, or Brad Dana, um, it's IQ level, we can sure spend a couple hours on those topics. So until next week, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.